0: Anata, do you still remember our song? Hi. Sing for me. You i not sing a long time. Oh,
1: please. Please.
0: Kurai uki o kono machi Oh We were so young then
1: Yuki. Okay. Why you never marry?
0: You never come back. Ooh, look what you made me view Look what you made me do Look what you just made me view Look what you just made me view Look what you made me view Look what you made me view Look what you just made me view Look what you just made me view.
1: Oh yeah, what's up audience? Welcome back to Look What You Made Me View. This is the podcast where I watch movies about karate with a hottie, or I watch a sequel with my equal. I'm Ryan.
0: And I'm Kaylee.
1: This not tournament, this for real.
0: (laughs) Yeah, That's a quote
1: from this week's film, Karate Kid 2. Yay! 1986 sequel to Karate Kid. Uh, this being the season of sequels, we are finally getting to a sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very special film for me. Very, very special, in fact. I'm super excited to talk about this one and share this one with Kaylee.
0: Yeah, um, I'm into it, man. Cool. Uh, yeah, I was very hyped to watch this. We've been watching Cobra Kai the series. Yeah, I mean, if,
1: if I have to be honest here, which I do... I have to be. You You do. You guys are holding figurative guns to our ears. It's
0: a legally binding contract to have a podcast. And it goes,
1: it's reciprocated. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're doing the same for you. (laughs) Uh, The um, motivation for Kaylee is mainly so we can start watching Cobra Kai again, because I forced her to pause Mm -hmm. the viewing of uh, season three.
0: Three? I think it's whenever... um, It's early
1: in season three.
0: It's whenever Ralph Macchio goes back to... Japan. I
1: think he's going to Okinawa. So I said, Oh my God, if you haven't seen the sequel, we might need to watch it. So uh, I was already planning on watching this. And this is uh, I'm right in 1986 ish uh, with Yeah, I'm in 1986 anyway, with kind of my timeline. Um, So this is perfect. And one of the things that (laughs) I, I hate to say it, this movie makes me think of a video game more than it makes me think of a movie.
0: I could not agree more. Um, it's somehow a... For
1: literal reasons. Yeah, it's
0: somehow a cross between Mortal Kombat and, like, a a Korean soap.
1: No. In my lifetime, this is associated with Karate Kid to the video game for Nintendo (gasps) Entertainment Oh, I
0: didn't know this existed. I'm very (laughs) excited. Okay. So I'd already
1: seen the movie, and of course, I'm into Karate Kid. I mean, I'm a kid in the 80s. I'm probably into Karate Kid, but... Mm. I can't remember, I'm I'm pretty certain that I bought this game, that I own this, like I had some kind of allowance or something, because I, I just okay. remember seeing it and really wanting it, and then I remember playing it a lot, the, the game was hard as hell, <laughs> but it was so close to what happened in the movie, it just kind of blew my mind, and like I, I kept up with it because I liked the movie too. But uh, I have to say, if I think about the movie, I think more of, like, scenes from the video game. Like, when I think of the ice uh, breaking scene, yeah, that's a thing in the game. And it's oh, it's one wow. of the coolest parts in the game, one hmm. of the only fun parts of the game. Um, so, yeah, I just <laughs> – I had forgotten that it was in the movie because um, I really was so it, so obsessed with the game part of it. But anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so before we get into it, do we want to present summaries for this film?
1: Yeah, we totally skipped a a normal segment of our uh, show here. Uh, Let's get into summaries. I'm going to go ahead and read the literal back of an old ass VHS that I found online (laughs) because I do own this on DVD, but uh, the summary was very succinct. In fact, I wish, damn, it's too bad I don't have it in front of me because it's literally like two sentences. It's nothing. Here we go. The price of honor, the power of friendship. The Karate Kid Part Two, Ralph Macchio and Nor- 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 Noriyuki, uh, what? Pat Morita. They gave they used Pat Morita's real
0: name. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. He's billed as that.
1: Noriyuki Pat, uh, also known as Pat Morita, uh, recreate the roles. Recreate. Is that proper? They, they Recreate the roles that brought them international acclaim in The Karate Kid. Uh, when karate student Daniel LaRusso accompanies his wise and whimsical teacher, Mr. Miyagi, to his ancestral home in Okinawa. Uh, for the boy, it's a journey to an exotic new world and new clues to his mentor's secret past. For Miyagi, it's an opportunity to see his father one last time and rekindle a romance with his childhood sweetheart. Um, oh, Nobu McCarthy, that's a good name. But Miyagi's return also reignites a bitter feud with longtime enemy Sato, a feud that involves young Daniel in a brilliant collision of cultures and combat. Now, far away from the tournaments, the cheering crowds, the safety of home, Daniel will face his greatest challenge ever when teacher becomes student and the price of honor is life
0: itself. Wow. Neat. That's powerful. All those themes are there. Like, uh, there are moments in this, we'll, we'll talk about it, but yeah, uh, that whole, uh, teacher becoming the student thing. Uh, it, it's powerful throughout the film. Um, for sure. if I had to summarize this very quickly, um, my pitch is really just karate kid one. If you liked that, keep going, bro. Go for two. <laughs> um, It sells itself. Yeah, I want to know more about um, Mr. Miyagi. I want to know more about his history. They really didn't talk about the Purple Heart, and it's been a very long time since I've seen the first movie, so I can't remember if that was addressed in the original movie.
1: Yeah, they actually show at the beginning of this movie a, a quick summary of some events that are pretty significant to what happens here. Um, and one of them is Daniel finding a box full of like metals and things.
0: Yeah. So yeah. really it's just, it's Karate Kid plus character development. Yeah. It's
1: basically, Hey, you guys really like Miyagi, right? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Cool. Let's find out more about him.
0: Yeah. Why, and I'm, I'm
1: all for that.
0: I wish back to the future too. Did the same treatment. Oh, yeah, if we had more of a more, doc story. Yeah, yeah I want cool. more information on doc. Yeah, I like the treatment. I thought it was really fun. I've got my qualms with it, yeah. so I, I'm super excited to talk about this movie.
1: Already, Well, I, I mean, I think it is a weird choice to do this in some ways because I think it caters more towards a mature audience because as a child, I don't remember liking this movie a lot. I remember, wow. of course, liking Karate Kid and liking mm-hmm. the imagery and stuff. Um, and we should watch three, actually, if you haven't seen that, I have um, because I forgot for some reason stuff that happens in three. I thought happened here, but it does not clearly. Mm. Um, the whole trilogy for me, uh, I can't include the the more modern stuff at this point. We might have to get into that. We might have to. Go through all the Karate Kid movies.
0: We might. I'm for it. I've seen the first one and I've seen the um, Jaden Smith one and that is it until tonight.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've... I've definitely not seen the Jaden one. Um, that's going to be an interesting thing to see if there's any father like like father like son uh, elements there. Some slap. Some slappery. <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, man. We do start with a little recap. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, I don't remember the first movie super well, so I could be totally wrong about this, but we see Miyagi trying to catch flies with chopsticks, right? and that's how we open this. That's mm-hmm. in the first movie, correct?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that, I think one of the scenes is f- pulled from the first movie. Yeah.
0: My one and only thought on this is like, what is it with... Um, 80s and 90s movies being obsessed with old men catching flies because we had this in <laughs> Jungle to Jungle. It was like really, yeah, that Wait. was his way of coming oh, back to Oh, Yeah, with
1: the darts. Yeah, fuck his son. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Damn.
0: It's definitely a ripoff, and I didn't think about it until we watched this movie tonight. Huh. Um, yeah, there really is nothing original in yeah. Jungle to Jungle. Yeah my apologies audience. it's
1: it's a it, it's a lazy movie
0: it really it's, is yeah. um they they feature all these things that i'm seeing in the show like the rain technique and the purple heart yeah. and um of course the the tournament the big fight we get a little bit of footage after the tournament i don't recall that being in the right first no
1: no no yeah it picks up like basically where the first movie leaves off yeah it's like right there
0: That's very cool. Hell yeah!
1: Now, the interesting thing about that. um, Well, before we do that, let's. uh, You mentioned the chopsticks Mm -hmm. in the video game. Uh, Oh no! There's a whole scene where you got to try to catch the fucking fly with chopsticks in this Nintendo game. That
0: sounds awful. Yeah, the game was hard as shit. Okay. There's a
1: whole level. Well, we'll get to. uh, Yeah, sure, sure. sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, The first scene um, in the TV show Cobra Kai. Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't caught up. I do recommend watching that show, if you're any, th- any sort of into these movies, yeah. please watch the show because it's fucking cool.
0: Yeah, or if you're cool, if you consider yourself cool, do watch you, the show.
1: Do you think people would like Cobra Kai that haven't seen the movies?
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think so. Um, I think it speaks to a um, specific range of people, but they do have a younger audience appeal. They have the two kids. Um, There's, I don't know, a draw there.
1: Almost speaking so directly to fans of the lore though. Like that's.
0: Yeah. I think there's some fan service in there. I don't think it. um, It feels like
1: all fan service.
0: Aside from the uh, touching moments where uh, Machio is thinking about um, Miyagi. Yeah. That's clearly fan service right okay. they're they're just um uh banking off that emotion that they know their audience has um there are other things in there that I think would appeal to somebody who has no idea um, what the the background story is okay yeah the um the boy and the girl and I can't remember their name I'm like in my head, trying to remember the boy, th- remember. And, the girl. The boy and the girl, the boy um, and the, the girl, the children, the children in the, the show. The Children, I find their story very compelling. They seem um interesting to me. And well, we're really
1: you're going real deep into the show. I where don't know. We need to be talking. About I'm this also movie trying again. to not
0: give spoilers at this point. We should just fully disclose. Like there will be spoilers for the show. But
1: I-, I was trying to refer to the show very specifically to talk about the way they depict this particular moment. Okay. Because I didn't realize when we watched that in the show, they're, they're trying to show it as as Miyagi being an aggressor in this moment at the beginning. Uh,
0: yes and no, because, I mean, he's dodging punches.
1: In the show, Cobra Kai, they, they have this oh. perspective on it that makes it look like he is an aggressor.
0: Like Miyagi attacked the boys when they're in the skeleton yes. costumes. Um, right. Yeah,
1: exactly like that. So they refer to this moment too. I think the same way. So it's weird that you hadn't seen this movie. I, just, I, I guess I didn't,
0: mm-hmm. I didn't
1: realize it was. But yeah, I mean, it because they are literally picking up from where the first this one is leads so
0: off. fucking crazy. So yeah. while we're recording this, the the big trial for Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is going on right now. I have no opinions yeah. on this whatsoever. However, how did you get there? Allow from me from to explain. We, uh, L- L- okay, it. Walk I'm, I'm with sorry. me. Walk with me for a minute. <laughs> Make it um, a brief
1: walk. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, a quick stroll. Um, there are different sides to every story, and we're we're seeing that play out in that situation. We're Ugh. seeing it play out here. That was my tie-in. Everybody's got <laughs> oh, their own God. opinion, and it feels like these two separate sides have chose chosen in... to be uh, victims. Right? They they. Yeah. they both see themselves as the victim, yeah.
1: This movie parallels the show really well in that way, yeah. Especially having the love interest, uh, you know, uh, kind of love triangle type thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, uh, it, it, it ties so well. So, I, I feel redeemed in making you wait to watch this.
0: The show is so much better <laughs> to me having watched this movie. Good, yes, okay. I'm Excellent. seeing more tie-ins. It's great.
1: But also, I think everybody likes Miyagi. Yeah. And as an adult, funny. I appreciate this movie so much more for all of the, like, kind of culture. And I know it's it's not that deep in representation or anything, but it shows yeah. some respect for, um, you know, where they are and where he his character comes from. So um, I do appreciate them trying. It does feel very much like a, an old samurai movie. Uh, kind of mixed in with a seventies, eighties martial arts movie, mixed yeah. in with just an eighties teen movie.
0: It's got like a wolf and pup situation going on. We have Miyagi and we have um, Machio or or Larusso. Um, yeah, and, and and they go back home and they're ostracized, or, or Miyagi is ostracized, and I don't fully understand what's going on here. So he was in love with his best friend's woman, but his best friend's woman was not in love with his best friend. Back up a little bit,
1: because his father taught Mm -hmm. him Miyagi do Karate, and you're only supposed to teach your children, your sons. Yes. But Miyagi begged his father to allow his best friend Sato to train as well.
0: Damn.
1: So he broke protocol for Miyagi, for, you know, the Miyagi we know, um,
0: Breaking tag code. Yeah, okay.
1: well, he was, you know, being a cool dude, and in, including mm-hmm. the friend, but the friend is seeing—I uh, can't think of the character's name—but the young lady and uh, Yuki. She falls in love with Miyagi, mm-hmm. but there she's kind of be forced to marry the other guy.
0: Yeah, because she is from the poorest family in town, and Sato, the bad guy is from the richest family in town that's
1: fucked up. I didn't realize it was a money thing,
0: well, I mean like it's it's always a money thing, but and... usually
1: it's a like wealth marrying wealth though right yeah,
0: yes, usually, and that's why this is such a big deal. I think it shows that Sato was really really into Yuki
1: yeah and and that's kind of the weirdest part is this is a forced arranged marriage and um He's really smitten with her. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't I think it's more than just like the honor of it. I think he's just jealous, like he's mad.
0: Yeah, he's had like a 60-year-old boner for this woman, and she apparently did not marry. Bro. What a fucking wrench. That oh, shit that's so hurt. And this
1: happens so early. Like they really move <laughs> quickly to get to um Okinawa. And, uh, <laughs> we get there yeah. and instantly he sees her because he goes to see his father who's on his deathbed and she's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells him right there. So we already have him kind of, you know, seeing his father, we're introduced to that whole thing. And it's a really intimate, really beautiful kind of setting, peaceful and all that. Um, it's chill. And she drops the bomb on him that she never married the guy and she never married anybody because yeah. he left and he, she just wanted to marry him.
0: And this actress- It brought me to tears, ...deserves all the Oscars because she is in tears, and I fucking believe it. That
1: scene was so good.
0: It's touching, and I am heartbroken for these characters. Um, I'm also mad because this woman has um, not thrown away her life, but she hasn't moved on at all, and that seems- It's a red flag. Tell
1: you stoic. That. I will tell you that. Yeah. It's a bit of a red flag. I mean, in a narrative sense, it's very romantic and touching. It's, in a realistic mm-hmm. way, it's psychologically um imbalanced.
0: This is the aspect of the story that reminds me of a Korean soap opera. Um it's the honor and um, the respect of waiting so long for somebody, and then finally you're reunited. But disaster strikes, right? Yeah. Um,
1: it's very fairy tale esque, and um, I appreciate it for what it is because ultimately it's a story. So they have to give you these powerful moments, and it, it really was so. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: awesome, good stuff.
0: Um, is she okay with the man that she waited for? Like, Miyagi comes rolling up, looking kind of silly.
1: He does, yeah.
0: (laughs) And and she spent all this time waiting for him. Um,
1: I I I kind of feel
0: a little bad for Yuki. And um, Miyagi's great. Miyagi's really, really cool. He seems like a nice, chill dude. But this woman waited 60 years for him, and I am concerned. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's all he
1: um confronts her because she's known about him and where he was like she she found him to let him know about what's going on now. That's
0: the other thing and she she's known for a while tubs. she said
1: yeah and and it's like, okay, well, that would make sense that you didn't say anything it,
0: if you were married right
1: but then she says it's just she was respecting his silence.
0: the fuck they're they're
1: not horny enough. for reality.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: Because in reality, yeah, Bone City. Bone City. They're going to meet there. Yeah. Whichever city they deem to be Bone City, uh, Los Angeles, California, or Okinawa, Japan. Yes. Yeah.
0: Either or. Um, She doesn't go and find him. She doesn't ever message him. Like, if you were legit thirsty for this man, I feel like you would have reached out. Um, Because we are now in the modern era.
1: Especially him being in California like that. Like, she can get away from all this nonsense.
0: Yeah. I I respect her. Um, and I don't
1: say that to, like, belittle the culture or where she's from. No. But it's stressful there, it seems. Sato is an asshole. It's oppressive, and she's dealing with, like... I don't see what she has there.
0: Yeah. So before we see the dad and Yuki, um, we roll up and there's a military base where the village. Yeah,
1: where they used, used to, to live. Yeah. Um, that was cold.
0: That is great that they include this in this movie. That's awesome. It really shows, bro. like,
1: when they. I don't know why I'm calling you bro. Um,
0: <laughs> it's cool. I'm fine.
1: But he mentions. Um, Daniel makes some comment about, oh yeah, the devastation we lost like fifteen thousand Americans, mm-hmm. and then Miyagi's like one hundred fifty thousand Japanese as well, and then he I forget what he says. It's something yeah. about um, we're both. St- why? Are, why is everybody so stupid? Is what he yeah. says. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Um, and Powerful. I, I say that, and this is a weird time to jump backwards to the beginning of this film, but um, it it goes by so quickly. There's so much that happens. It's such a pleasant reintroduction to the world of Karate Kid?
0: Yeah. Um, everything does happen very quickly in the beginning, and that was very frustrating for me. I wrote down prom, car, Fresno, because yeah. all of that happens in, like, right. a sentence. Yeah. Um, Prom, apparently Ali has dumped him for some other oh. guy at a college. Car has broken down, but Miyagi fixes that very quickly. And then Fresno his mom is moving to Fresno. This
1: is why I'm mostly glad I I brought it up because we need to cover the fact that mom is just not there. She's there through other characters. Both Miyagi and Daniel communicate mom's thoughts or or wishes to each other.
0: And I'm not... It's weird
1: that both of them are doing it.
0: I don't know if she was just like not asked to come back or if she didn't want to come back. I bet back. they didn't
1: want to waste the money because they realized all we have to do because we're doing 15 minutes in California. That's
0: so fucked. Yeah. It's like allowing men to speak for not just a woman, but yeah. a mother figure. That's His fucked guardian, up. His guardian of yeah. all people.
1: But, you know, we do, we do look at Miyagi as a father figure and this is about Miyagi. So to give him that respect and that kind of, comfort level of yeah that's cool go hang out with Miyagi it kind of makes sense in some ways it really does
0: this is more bro you know like the beginning of this movie any scenes that take place in California it's very bro they're (laughs) building a bachelor pad I don't I don't know what they're doing these
1: two could be great wingman Wingman,
0: Wingmen for yes. each other? Oh, hell yeah. I feel like this movie is that Bro. movie.
1: I'm doing it again. Bro! <laughs> <laughs> when Daniel hits 18, mm-hmm. or 21, sorry, mm-hmm. him and Miyagi...
0: Need to go sh- out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, hit the town. I love this idea. Uh, Give me um, that show. Like <laughs> instead of, I'm trying to think of Cobra some Kai, give perverse me that title, show. and I just
1: shouldn't. But either no. way, uh, back to the mom just kind of telling each other what to do through each other. It's really strange. Yeah. Not around, but either way, she could. Um. He finds out uh, <laughs> there's a scene where Daniel is talking to him, all stressed out, and he's just chugging fucking chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> it made me remember childhood so well. Yeah. Because we used to just, dude, we would stop after I would work um, with my grandfather. He was a bricklayer, and I would haul brick and um, and make uh, mortar and stuff. And after work every day, we would stop at the convenience store and get Yoo-Hoo's.
0: Oh my god, I and love you,
1: legit, t- just bottom up, <laughs> chug the fuckers every single day. So uh yeah uh. I had much respect for that um but yeah and then so the the, <laughs> the nail thing that they do
0: uh-huh is something that my mom taught me actually and I'm wondering You've done if, it? I'm wondering if she got it from this movie my that has mom fucked
1: me up for life done. that whole idea of doing that
0: My mom taught me how to do anything I know construction wise um and she taught me how to hit with you should always bam, always put the nail time. in with two hits. You tap it in Uh, and then then you smack it.
1: That's Karate Kid, man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she
0: got it from this.
1: I've been fascinated with that idea that you could even do it because I don't think I've ever done that.
0: I totally have. Um, I did like uh, Habitat for Humanity-ish work um, where I did roofing for a summer. So I had to do a lot (laughs) of like nailing shit into a roof. And yeah, man. It's satisfying. I mean, if it's a it's short fun. nail,
1: maybe, but they had some long well, ass. Well, yeah, nails.
0: roofing nails are much shorter. But like, if it's this was so satisfying, if this
1: movie was made now, I'd be like, that's CGI. Yeah. No. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know how they did it otherwise.
0: Like, if it's because uh, he really does it. If it's the Karate Kid with Jaden, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: that one they're doing it for sure. Yeah. Um, or no, Willow just comes up and slaps him in. Uh, so <laughs> the postman was hilarious.
0: Um, yeah, he's trying to invite his wife over to Miyagi's garden. Talking about, yeah,
1: just like, oh man, your house, this Uh, is so cool. You should open it up as a tourist attraction. You never know from the outside. Uh, Have you never delivered here? Are you new,
0: motherfucker? Also, he just walked into this man's garden. This is what
1: I'm spraying. He does
0: not know. Um, we did have a very forward, um, mail carrier at one point at one of the houses that we lived at.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: That was bizarre. It's exactly what it he reminded would, like, me of. He would walk into our backyard if I was out there. I see him
1: like, sometimes and I and I feel like waving to him cuz I know he'd remember us.
0: Oh, that's weird. Yeah. And
1: then that's why I don't because I'm like
0: um, Oh, oh no. Not yeah. only
1: do I not need to acknowledge this man, but it's kind of creepy that he would remember exactly who I am.
0: It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, I answered the door. He like walked the mail up. I didn't have to sign for No it or disrespect anything. to
1: post people. No, uh, absolutely uh, not. Postal employees because I have mad respect for them. Uh, big ups to Richard. Uh, yes, yeah. and mad our, respect for all of our delivers, deli- delivers, 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 all the San Porter bridges out there.
0: In general. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Uh. But. I answered the door to get my mail, which he could have put in the mailbox, and I wasn't wearing makeup at the time, and he asked if I was feeling okay, and I'm like, bitch, get the fuck out. I was so upset.
1: Um, Don't call your um, deliverers bitches, please, audience.
0: Please don't. Please don't, but I I was very, very mad at that. The um, the behavior. I was mad at the behavior, not yeah. at the career choice. You, Absolutely, be kind to your postal workers. They work so hard. Um, back to the actual conversation. I like the mail carrier. He's a bit forward, but I I like. It is a um, fun
1: character. Yes.
0: Yes. I like where the actor took it.
1: Yeah, I think the first 10, 15 minutes are perfect. Actually, I think the first like half of this movie is perfect. I argue
0: that they are the worst part of the movie, the first 15 minutes.
1: Oh, I think it gets slow towards the end. So I think like the first half of the movie is so fucking good. You could actually make a different movie. There's a moment where this could stop and become... um, Actually, there's a moment where this is just the first movie still.
0: Yeah, that's why I hate the first part of this movie. It
1: is basically just the first movie. So.
0: Exactly, and it's so confusing and complicated, and nothing makes sense. Yeah. Um, we're making these huge jumps. There's this scene in the beginning where um, uh, Ralph Macchio is trying to get onto the plane to go to Japan, and Miyagi They're is arguing
1: like, about it right there at the on the plane, like basically.
0: in the terminal, yeah. fighting about it. I'm like, this ticket is non-refundable. You don't Why get is to decide. This a no, he's, he's
1: fucking there. Yeah. And he can go whether you want him to or not. He bought a ticket.
0: Exactly. Um, well, I think he needs a legal guardian. I don't know. Maybe no, that's what's important. Inqu- but no, he's not 17. even that. I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay. Uh especially in the eighties, he's fine doing that.
0: Yeah. And he gets a passport in like a day. That's right. crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, he, he bought next day ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You cannot get a passport in a day with a next That's what his reason was for being like, able to get no, it. no way. This well, is not how this works.
1: Let's move a little bit through this. Uh, we can kind of jump forward. I mean, they get there. The, uh, you know, we've g- gone through the meeting and uh, exploration. But we're immediately introduced to the, the uh, like, directly off the flight, they are taken to Sato and um, his goons. His yeah. goons pick up um, Miyagi and Daniel and... Basically, you know, threaten them and stuff.
0: Yeah. and Like, they, they want to get into
1: it right off the bat.
0: I like how they establish power. Like, Sato knew they were on that plane to Okinawa.
1: Yeah, because it's a small country.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and he just has, like, all these connections and says. stuff. And, uh, like, mean, there are millions of people who live in Japan. I know. Like, this millions. Is, yeah, it's so. such
1: a weird thing. Um, I th- Somehow he found out through Homegirl, I think.
0: Maybe. I don't know that... He told her, I don't think Miyagi told Yuki that he was coming.
1: Yeah, hard to say.
0: I don't uh, know. Either way. It established um, his power. That was neat. It It
1: is uh, a torturous path um, to the point of this film mm-hmm. because it's just they're just punishing Miyagi and Daniel the whole time, just picking on them. And it's all about restraint, and uh, you know, I, it's it's tied to that very first moment um, with Daniel being frustrated and in, in having to be taught to breathe and in just basic techniques and things like that. So yeah. um, I do appreciate that, you know, kind of finding your balance um, now that he is pretty powerful and good at karate. Um,
0: is he? I yeah, I mean in. In theory.
1: Theoretically, he is. Yeah. In, in visual confirmation, there's, there's no I evidence have of that. doubts. Yeah. Big one. There's no visual way to prove that. Yeah. Uh, but the way people talk about him,
0: <laughs> oh, hell yeah. He <laughs> won a tournament, everybody. Yeah, if you
1: would ask the, the characters in this other characters, they would say he was
0: really. Yeah. Around this time, we also meet Kumiko.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, what is her relation to anybody?
0: I um, I think she is the village nanny. I don't know. <laughs> She's around kids. Like, why is all she the around
1: time. his dad, Miyagi's dad, the whole time? I don't know. Also, Miyagi's dad is still alive. I mean, yeah. like, we didn't even mention that, but powerful. He not for long, <laughs> but he is uh, initially. Uh, but yeah, I don't know who she is. Why she is there. Um, I remember as a kid, uh, that she was dating the other guy, kind of like the exact situation as in California where, um, the Cobra Kai dude was dating, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Is that Who was in that? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shue. Yeah. Don't bother me.
0: Back to it. Um, Kumiko has the look. I don't know how she's related, and honestly, when I look at her, I don't care. Because she she
1: doesn't look like anybody else in this movie.
0: (laughs) She really doesn't. She looks like a star, but her (laughs) hair... No, she doesn't. Her hair is a problem. One could argue. Why? Um, It's like a constant veil of tiny hairs.
1: How do we describe this? Uh, Think of a Muppet. You know the Muppets with the really fuzzy parts?
0: Oh yeah yeah like the, the really super feathery fuzzy. yeah really uh-huh. feathery
1: that's a good way to put it.
0: Mm-hmm. She's basically
1: got that surrounding it's like around the her face She's
0: completely. got Snuff hair.
1: She kind of yeah. Thank
0: you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um have you seen Shaolin Soccer? I have not. Oh girl. Okay, we'll watch that at some point. Um very excited for that. Uh there's a character in Shaolin Soccer um that kind of reminds me of this. So I thought at some point we were going to have a moment where like, he brushes all that insane, wispy hair out of her face. Yeah. And then it stays gone for the rest of the movie. Okay,
1: I like that. I like the idea that um, it's like that for a reason.
0: Yeah, like uh, Ralph Macchio is like, you're gorgeous, and then brushes the hair away. And... Um, we don't have to think about it anymore. It
1: Just think of like any lady that has pulled her hair back and worked out for like two hours straight.
0: <laughs> it's man mom two.
1: hair. Man too. I mean, man too. But yeah, it's oh a mom. It's mom hair. A mom that has been just got three kids, mm-hmm. young, baby, young, young kids, and has had her hair back all day. By five o'clock, what that would look like. Yeah. That's basically it. She's rocking that all day.
0: Forever, and she is not a mom. She is maybe a nanny or a. She is taking care of kids. She Uh, is.
1: So maybe there's something to that.
0: But even when she's going out, it seems intentional. Um, when they go to the sock hop or whatever you want to call There's, it.
1: Yeah. Well, after they're danced, uh, she starts swooping that shit out of her face so real quick. Whoosh, like she just couldn't whoosh. handle it. She's too hot for that. Yeah. Which I'm thinking the whole time, man. Um, get it
0: out of your face. If this is a traditional hairstyle and we are offending somebody, I am so sorry. We are used to that.
1: we discussed during the film. Hey, we're not seeing anybody else looking like this. This does mm-hmm. not seem to be a common thing. So very specific to this character. Maybe it is representative of something. But we have not... No idea. Yeah, um,
0: and maybe we are showing her our ignorance here. Yeah. We apologize. I was frustrated by the hair. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, we we fi- we see all the characters, and we are. Uh, bombarded with uh, Sato threats and demands that, that he fights Miyagi fight him. Um, mm-hmm. There is a point in which uh, he meets him at the, the village and they are drawn to the father's deathbed and the father holds their hands together. Very sweet moment. Uh, we find out earlier in the movie that they were dear friends. So yeah, this this seems very right, very cool, um, very cool, bro. Very cool, bro. And
0: it's sweet. The the
1: the hand holding does not last long because dude just straight up dies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like and just, the two separate like immediately. Puts the
1: hands together. Sorry, I just slapped my microphone. <laughs> um, was that Will Smith? Um, so <laughs> Let it the go. Uh, the hands break ab- up. <laughs> Just, he lets him what, go. What, what, what? His hands mm-hmm. just fall on his chest and he's, we're, he's dead instantly.
0: Yeah. Just dead. Gone. We meet Dab for maybe two minutes.
1: Sato pulls his hand back so quick. He's like,
0: nah. It's magnets. Nah. Opposing magnets. Then he tells the
1: homie, that. I'm going to give you three days yeah, to grieve. Yeah, to
0: mourn. Like, what the fuck?
1: It's three so days. It's so
0: rude. And it's also very, like, um, Christian-y. I don't know how else to put that. Like, you have three days to cry about this, and then we gonna fight.
1: Next shot is them all releasing beautiful lanterns into the water, uh, which oh. I remember vividly about this. That was one yeah. of my favorite things as a kid, too. But um, And Sato's, like, right there behind Miyagi, as if he's his homie, and he's, you know, patting him on the back or something, comforting yeah. him. He's right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, seen before that, he's like, no, I'm gonna kick your ass in three days this is bizarre, but again, yeah. we're, we're going back, you know, these are some traditional, uh, Japanese film type themes anyway. So, uh, it works.
0: Lots it, of back and forth.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, oh, we have to build tension between the two young guys, um, Ralph Macchio and the nephew I of think Sato? that's true. Think okay. That's true. Um, yeah, I thought the way that they did this was really, really cool. The beef comes along naturally. It's not like a, oh, well, we don't like Miyagi, so I don't like... it. organic beef. It's organic beef. Yeah. Um, yeah, locally sourced. Grass-fed. <laughs> um,
1: Bonsai-fed.
0: I guess Ralph Macchio... I just hit my mic. Yeah. Um, I guess um, Ralph Machio discovers that uh, the nephew is cheating people in the town. He's using fake weights to He fucked up his his grift, yeah. Yeah, weigh the groceries. (laughs) So I don't understand why this man is so fucking concerned with honor when he's, like, cheating the people.
1: Well, I don't think the uncle knows about that.
0: It, no, no, no. Actually, I, I'm I don't not think the, saying, on,
1: the uncle's that honorable either.
0: I'm not saying Sato necessarily. I'm I'm speaking- That
1: guy doesn't give a shit about honor. The bad guy? Yeah,
0: because at the end of the movie, he's all like, uh, you disgraced my honor and <laughs> turnished my name. Turnished. Um, Turnip, th- turnips. You threw turnips at my name. As they would say in the God. Americas. Um, yeah, he seems kind of concerned about honor, but he's cheating the people, and he's totally okay with- Um, hitting women and people in general. You know what? He is okay with hitting people.
1: I didn't, yeah, I didn't get the impression that he was honorable. I mean, he was fucking I
0: know.
1: He tried to pretend to be a little bit honorable at the beginning when he picked him up and then he squeezed the hand and, you know, he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. So, we we had this beautiful scene. Another stunning part of this movie where Daniel is sitting down and trying to comfort Miyagi after Miyagi lost his father. And we start hearing about Daniel's dad. Yeah. We get some backstory on Daniel's father and, you know, him dying and how that affected Daniel and all that stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. that was really cool, man.
0: And this is uh, what I was referencing when we were talking about the summary. Like, the teacher has become the student. Mm -hmm. Um, LaRusso is comforting Miyagi. That's powerful. And then, like, Miyagi starts crying. I know. And I am... Just undone. It, yeah, it's a powerful scene, and you can tell that he's like channeling something very emotional yeah. to to make this scene this powerful.
1: Which leads me to my next note:
0: mm-hmm.
1: Why is this so sad?
0: It's this heartbreaking. movie.
1: St- the first half of it is really good, and there's pl- plenty of sadness in it. But then, like the middle of the movie, is just a bummer.
0: Yeah. I think of um, that character in Wreck-It Ralph, the the woman, the badass woman, yeah. and everybody's like, why does she act like this? And it's come to find out because she was given the saddest backstory ever. <laughs> Miyagi has the saddest backstory ever.
1: I know, man. I don't know how... <laughs>
0: He runs away from Okinawa in shame, leaving behind the love of his life, only then to Then joins the military? Then in, apparently joins the military. In the United States? Very bizarre. Yeah. And only to find out that his lover was waiting for him the whole time, and he was just, like, fucking wasting time.
1: Was Miyagi in internment camps?
0: I don't know. You know? They never address it.
1: It, ra- it raises questions the whole timing here, but- yeah. um, they uh they they finally start to explore the area in Okinawa a little bit and Daniel gets to know the young lady what's her name
0: uh Kimiko
1: Kimiko uh they walk to this place that's supposedly pretty special yeah. they they're going to the beach they you know they're near the water yeah and uh it's this castle
0: it looks a lot like a set from Godzilla.
1: It looked like a sandcastle that was superimposed (laughs) there to me.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I didn't realize it was meant to be like a actual large place because it just looked like a tiny little sandcastle. It's
0: clearly a set, which leads me to believe that either, and I've done zero research, people, um, either one... That's enough. The castle exists and they just weren't allowed to film on it um, because it's old. Okay. Or two... They built the set because the castle does not exist. and Not there anyway. Could, none maybe, of this is real.
1: Don't they end up in the castle, though, at the end?
0: They do, they but it, it's a set. It oh, okay. is so obviously a you. set.
1: I got you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So huh. I want to know, is this based off of a real place? Like, what is this? I'm going to do more research and figure this out. <laughs> All I know is, like, the rocks behind them on the beach. It looks like where King Caesar comes out in Mechagodzilla Oh, neat! Yeah, nice. it's pretty cool.
1: Um, yeah, so, the, you know, they get shooed off by some security guard or something because nobody's supposed to be there. I guess Sato has said nobody's supposed to be there.
0: Yeah, he's um, shut down fishing in the area. He's made it so nobody can go near a castle. But you guys
1: have to see this thing. You have to see this image that they're superimposing this big castle there. <laughs> and then this guy runs up and shoots them away from basically nothing. I it's mean,
0: like sound of music level bad. <laughs> fucking bizarre. The backdrop is very obviously fake.
1: Yeah. Now, they are constantly bullied by this other guy, and this guy is so impatient. The, the way that the bullying works in this is just like, they're not having it, dude. No. They, they, they can't wait for you to do anything. I'm showing up at your fucking crib now. I'm going to walk in your house, basically.
0: Yeah, or I'm going to break in on your date and force you to karate chop ice. Yeah. That is so weird. Yeah. what? Okay, it is at this point in the movie when I realize, ah, yes, men are stupid. Karate chopping ice. Oh, oh, fucking why? I thought it was amazing. Well, I'm sure you did. And I'm looking at this like, that's one, a waste of I still think device. it's really
1: fucking cool and, and I want to do it. like,
0: why? Right now. Why? Give me some blocks of ice. No, pain. Like, uh, you could injure your body. I don't uh, get it. It seems fun to me. Okay. That checks out. That's all I can say. I don't get it. I really don't. Um, the scene... Is kind of weird to me because Miyagi places bets. Yeah, Miyagi
1: gets in on the betting. Yeah. He believes in his boy, though.
0: He shows I up out of nowhere that. and he's like, yep, yep. He got this. 600 bucks on it. How did he know? And the kid can't match it. The nephew cannot match the bet that Miyagi wants to place.
1: Yeah. So but Sato rolls yeah. in yeah. and funds the whole thing. Yeah. Well, this all, you know... Like I said, it's very sad and it's a lot of bullying back and forth and just kind of like posturing. But ultimately, it does lead to um, lead up to a storm that changes everything. There's a massive. Right. uh, What do they call it? Uh, Tsunami. Tsunami. Um,
0: Uh, Prior to this, um, Sato has said like either you fight me or I destroy the whole village. Does he own the whole – is he Mr. Burns? Like, does he just own it feels the that entire yeah. village? Okay.
1: That's what it feels. And he basically does because he says, I own all this land
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I can just, you know, tear it all up if I want and, you know, uh, demolish every building on it if I'd like. And I will do that if you don't fight me. Yeah. So they're planning on – Well, yeah, they're planning on fighting Miyagi. Just, I mean, he's crying when he does it, but he, he agrees. He and wrote a will. Oh, yeah, he wills uh, the car and the house to daniel son, yeah. which uh, we know that from Cobra Kai already. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we knew that from watching this movie already. But it's so but heartbreaking because
0: that. then LaRusso is like, no, I don't want the house or the car. I want you. And that's I'm right. like, oh, that's love.
1: This movie is so special. Mm. I, I, it's so touching and real. I can I can understand why as a child I didn't like it as much, but this it works for me now. Um, mm-hmm. They The storm changes everything. It shows... Um, that the nephew really doesn't give a shit about anybody, mm-hmm. uh, not even his uncle. So the uncle gets, um, trapped under the building. The nephew says he's dead. Just runs. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. And I, I even said fucking, I think I have a note about him being a fucking coward, but, um, yeah, he, he sucks.
0: M- Miyagi has to karate shop a giant piece of wood off of Sato. That was very cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes, um,
1: because Miyagi is the motherfucking man and this movie is just Miyagi the movie.
0: Yeah, I like this because it's, um, a, uh, I don't know, do I tie in Greek theater? How many literary references am I allowed to make in one podcast? Um, nature shows up. Yeah. And it sh- reveals who um, these people actually are. Yeah. Right, it, it reveals everyone's true character. The nephew who is this yeah, the nephew who's like this big tough guy is revealed to be a coward. Um, Miyagi is revealed to be the hero in the situation, not a coward. Um, and then Sato is uh, cleansed of his anger through the rain. It, it's it's biblical almost. It's beautiful the way that they set this whole thing up, and then. Uh, I don't know. Ralph Macchio is just kind of like trying to save a girl who was ringing a bell and he's.
1: Oh yeah. The little girl gets trapped up on this bell, this warning bell thing. And he goes up and he saves her. That's yeah. a really cool moment too, which I think is also in the video game. There's a very difficult part of the game mm-hmm. where you're like
0: it in the like storm. It sounds like it's all difficult. In the storm. Okay.
1: And you're jumping over stuff. And it's like, I, I remember that being the most troubling part of the whole game is, uh, that just there's wind blowing at you the whole time is fucked. But I okay. think ultimately you're jumping to save her. I think is the point. Ah, um, okay. You know, once you get to the end of it, she's there up on the post, and you get her down. But um, yeah, that that uh, I thought that was great. That was a good good scene. Um, this this movie starts to drag a little bit, but I I, I think now that we've recognized that it it basically has another. 15 minutes at the beginning that should be at the end of the first one. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wouldn't feel like that by now. But this is the point where I feel like, okay, I get it, I think. Yeah. Um, but either way, they uh, kind of bond The um, Sato and Miyagi over mm-hmm. this. He saved his life. And the, Sato goes out there and helps— he goes and helps save somebody else.
0: Yeah, uh, the little girl. He that, goes and picks her up, that's right. Yes.
1: Everything is kind of right except the nephew has now run away as yes. a coward and, you know, um, disrespected everything. He's, he's donezo as far as everybody's concerned. The uncle even tells him, I'm dead to you.
0: Right. So Which rather I thought it was kind of interesting.
1: Like, you're not dead to me, I'm dead to you. I'm dead to you, yeah.
0: yeah. Because that's what the nephew said. Said he was dead. He should have um, said, F you, nephew. F you, nephew.
1: <laughs> Perfect moment to just um, say, F you, nephew.
0: <laughs> Peace. Into the storm. Yeah. Um, Instead of like dipping and getting the fuck out of Okinawa like Miyagi did, uh, he sticks around, and then we have like a whole other like fifteen minutes of the movie where they're dancing in a castle. So
1: that's this. This is so great.
0: <laughs> We're in the middle of like a, a that
1: castle. They're now allowed to dance in.
0: Mm-hmm, Sato mm-hmm.
1: approves the we celebration. We have a Footloose
0: loose moment. We can dance again. Yep. Um, they're all dancing in the castle like it's the end of a Mario game, and um. <laughs> A geisha dance is happening. I don't I don't know what to call it. It's it, the moves look like tai chi. I took a tai chi class in college, so I am um not the person to speak on this not the mama. at all. I am I am not the mama, the tai chi mama. Um but to me, a person who passively took a class in college, it looks like tai chi moves. So I was Kinda, thinking that yeah. at some point she was going to use it these looks like... to defend herself.
1: Oh, okay, I dig that. I dig that. It seems like some kind of traditional thing, whether it's tied into martial arts or not, or not whether it's tied into chi or, or no. Well, yeah, oh.
0: that's kind of the whole point of tai chi. Is it slowed down martial arts moves because they weren't allowed to practice anymore, so they hit it into dance moves.
1: Okay, yeah, I like it.
0: Um, tai Dig. chi is just beautiful. It's really really fun, and I should do more of it. But, but...
1: also, that is like the origin of Japanese film is using. Um, martial arts Mm -hmm. or or, well martial early martial arts films are inspired by the dance films because most films had like very uh large choreographed numbers in most of them so it just evolved into like martial arts being a choreographed it's dancing
0: it's just fight dancing cool that's
1: exactly like that was the origins basically of martial arts films
0: i will say i think there are two references to musicals in this and um i haven't sourced this yet, but I'm pretty sure there's a song from King and I, and there's a song from Greece that play in this movie.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that is correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Melodically anyway. So yeah, it's it's interesting. Those are both like big dance musicals. Um,
1: Again, it contains everything. This movie does does it all. And I do appreciate that. Um, I think I, yeah, I, I feel bad that it felt long because it really goes back to the thing I keep harping on. But anyway, honestly, um, it's the
0: last 15 minutes. I don't need this fight with this nephew, but of course for closure. that's what happens. We do.
1: This dancing happens, he just jumps in the motherfucker. Like
0: he comes so on the lanterns, jumps like into fucking Mulan. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I <I'm> like
1: <laughs> So he's dressed in scared. basically what I think the Mortal Kombat guys based Scorpion's outfit on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it looks so much like that. Yeah. Um, and he's ready to fight Daniel. I still don't understand why this guy's so mad at Daniel. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't know.
1: It makes sense and, when the uncle's like, you know, fuck with him and Miyagi. Yeah. But what does he care now? Oh, oh, that's right. He he ruined his grift. He's disrespected him. Okay.
0: Um, embarrassed him by chopping six blocks of ice because that's a big deal. Right.
1: He can only chop three. And,
0: right. Yeah. Right. Um. I don't understand why he needs to get Kumiko involved and like hold a knife up to it. That was very uncomfortable. Um, to, and I get that that's the point, but like why?
1: Well, that scene is so cool too, because or so bizarre too, I should say. Cool, cool in a bizarre way. Mm-hmm. Um, he orders Daniel to come. There's like this uh, moat kind of thing that yeah. separates this center section. And there's only this little ladder that goes over the water. And it's really, you could jump it. In my,
0: in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, this could be a representation of isolationism in Japan. No, no, this is a video game element. Um, yeah, it's just to say you for the boss level.
1: Yeah, this is uh, you can't. Th- the perimeter is small, right? So it creates an extra challenge, extra tension. Yeah, um, especially being, since all three of them are trapped. It's not just Daniel and him fighting.
0: It's being stuck on Bowser's ship. Yes, while you're defeating Bowser. One hundred. Uh-huh. It yep. is literally a video game element. Totally. Um. The boss fight uh, proves Ralph Macchio cannot karate outside of the dojo.
1: My note says not a lot of karate in this kid. (laughs) And I mean that in two ways. I mean that for this particular scene. But in this movie, if you think about it.
0: He is serving face, though. Yeah.
1: Oh, big time. Yeah. But this movie in general, there's not near as much fighting as there was in the first one. And I think that's why it it fell flat, you know, compared to the first one. Mm -hmm. Because it's more of a film. It's, it's not just like an action movie. It's a movie movie. It makes you feel bigger
0: issues. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I love it for that reason. Um, so yeah, uh, of course, Daniel wins. Um, he can't do the crane kick though.
0: Nope. No, I, I loved that. It didn't work. Miyagi gave him the nod
1: too. like, yeah, do that shit. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um but then you he was like this. we're we this is move. not the tournament anymore. We're yeah. this is reality. This
1: not tournament, this is real life.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we have the rest of the And there's the hand drums. We haven't even talked about the hand We drums. have
1: not mentioned the goddamn hand drums. You
0: you twist it and the beads beat against the drums. Yeah, we
1: I felt like the scene where he at the be, you know towards the beginning uh, when they first get there and he's teaching them about uh, about the you know Oh, the best way to not get hit is to not be there. Yeah. Which is a great line.
0: I do like Uh, it. I want it tattooed. He puts
1: him on this like fishing thing where this hook kind of swings down and uh, Miyagi twists his body to dodge the hook. He's standing on this pillar or this uh, pier thing. Uh, What am I saying? Wood. He's He's on on wood. He's standing on a small little platform Mm -hmm. and he's meant to, and he dodges this thing that kind of swings down. It's a big knife basically. And uh, Daniel gets up there, does it, and then he d- is told, hey, you know, only one time. He is a l- child and he does it again. Mm-hmm. And Miyagi doesn't pop off or anything. He's like, yeah, I did it too.
0: Yeah. My- <laughs> uh, Machia says, yep, that was stupid. Shouldn't uh, have done it. Have,
1: and he's like, yeah, that's uh, what I, did, I told my father when I did it, and he agreed it was a stupid thing to do.
0: Yeah. It's a beautiful moment. But I like it.
1: I thought we were going to come back to that place to watch him train on this move a billion times, just Apparently like the first movie. Not. Oh, we need his first one. No, we get the concept just now one. that mm-hmm. that the the fight imitates regular life. Yeah, we don't need to beat it over our head anymore.
0: Or that we need a metaphor in order to learn a move.
1: This movie assumes we have grown up, and I think that's its flaw.
0: Well, the audience at this point has grown up. How long do we have between movie one and movie two?
1: That's a good question. I think it's only a year.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Because I believe the first one's 85.
0: Hmm. Or is it 84? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. But either way. Interesting. Not long. Lovely. So the audience really hasn't grown up. But this is a movie for an older audience. And they
1: want more of the same, I think. Yeah. In retrospect, I want this movie. At the time, I think I wanted Karate Kid literally again.
0: Yeah, like he's fighting a... (laughs) Like Karate Kid
1: also. We
0: get that because he's fighting a new Johnny Lawrence. He's been trained by a guy who uh, does not correctly teach karate as uh, defense.
1: But this this movie Kojima's the fuck out of the story it betrays the audience big time and that's why a mature older me loves it Mm. whereas child me was just like oh i like the video game version of this
0: (laughs) we get lots of punches like the beads beating on the drum yeah um and then when he's ready to make the death move instead he goes nah and honks his nose,
1: because that happens at the beginning. Yeah, Konk. but let's let's uh, just remember the whole uh, drum move. Mm-hmm. You don't see a goddamn thing; you see his shoulders. So I think what they're they're implying is that he's just swinging his arms <laughs> lazily at this guy, <laughs> just like the the. Because audience, if you haven't seen this, it's a little drum on a stick. Like uh, a two-sided drum. It's got two heads on e- either side. And it's uh, got a string with little balls on each string, two string ball, And, and you just spin it. And it whacks the drum.
0: Hold each on. I don't think I get it. Can you say balls one more time?
1: String on balls.
0: Yes. Okay. Thank I mean, you.
1: ball strings.
0: Now I get it.
1: Str- they strung up balls on each side. <laughs> and you just twist it and uh-huh. it racks it. Uh, on the drum. <laughs> Daniel's arms are meant to be like the strings with the balls on the end.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like a dodging thing. Like you're dodging. Same. Yeah. This is
1: why I mentioned, I thought they were going to go back to this whole dodging thing over and over again. But, but no, no,
0: they go into like straight up vicious punching.
1: Yeah, he just gets him kind of loopy and then starts whack, whack, just lazy. And you don't really see it. They just show him sho- like shoulder up. You yeah. don't see his arms. You don't see his hands really hit his face that well. Um not that I need to see the violence. I'm just saying, it. There's very little payoff the way there was in the first movie. Yeah. So again, there are things that are you might as well not even put it in there.
0: Yeah, and the movie closes. We have no idea if Kimiko gets to go to America to learn how to dance. Because she wants to. We have no idea if Yuki goes to America to. Well, be she with, also wants to. Um, Pat, we have no idea. There, there is no real resolution Three of the now. fighting. Yes, because yep. I need answers. That's what's happening. That was the one shitty part about seeing the show before seeing the movie. I know LaRusso does not end up married to Kimiko, and yeah. that um, took a little bit of the magic.
1: But if you had seen this, I mean, I'm sure you can suppose if you'd seen this in real time that it works.
0: Yeah, they're cute. The mystery of it. yeah. Yeah. They're cute together. Just
1: because you know now. It doesn't I'm mean more you're...
0: into the story. I'm upset that there isn't a total resolution. The only resolve we get is the fighting elements. But that, I don't know. That's...
1: Gagara. I mean,
0: blah, 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 blah.
1: The, the fighting elements really got you aggressive. They
0: really tonight. did. Um, Gagara.
1: Like, she that's she, how she the... charged me
0: <laughs> as she was
1: talking about Aggressively. it. Aggressively.
0: Um, that's how the first movie works, too. They have to resolve the first movie in the second movie. That's yeah. why we have 15 minutes of movie one in movie two.
1: Yeah, they need to, they need to figure it out.
0: <laughs> they do. They really uh, do.
1: Uh, all right. So yeah, uh, do you have any uh, particular highlights about this film?
0: I do. I have a big one. Um, there's this moment where Pat um, is back in Okinawa and he sees a guy playing an instrument while sitting on a stoop. Oh, yeah. And he says, um, when I left, guy was there. Playing the exact same song. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy that because when I go home, um, I come from a musical dad. Um, <laughs> and it's the same songs on guitar. And, and it, it, it makes me feel at home. So having that moment here in the movie was powerful to me.
1: Yeah, it was definitely special for Miyagi. To have yeah. something to ground him, you know, and, yeah, make him comfortable at home. Yeah. yeah instantly. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, that was one of the first things they saw. Yeah, that was great. All right. Uh, yeah, any lowlights?
0: Um, uh, the rushing of the beginning of the movie really bugged me out, and the 15 minutes, um, at the end of the movie really bugged me out. So I have like bookends here. Yeah. Um, everything happens so quickly and it's just Miyagi and LaRusso telling everybody stories um, mm-hmm. I- instead of actually like showing us what's happening. I would have loved a scene where Allie is like breaking up with LaRusso that would have been nice especially because it is a big part of the new series we get so
1: many references to characters yeah without them being there it's that is shitty it
0: sucks and then the last 15 minutes we get this fight um, and we come full circle with that but we don't have resolution for anything else that's really frustrating Um, I want to know how things turn out for the women in the fucking movie (laughs) that's where I'm at it would be nice um yeah, but this is a boys' movie.
1: It's for boys. Clearly,
0: it's for boys. Boys. Um. All right, Ryan. Yes. In this movie, uh, where you prefer the video game, what is your highlight?
1: Well, uh, I would have to say my favorite thing about this movie. Yo,
0: everybody! I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. This is one of the greatest music videos of all time. One of the greatest music videos of all time.
1: Drug.
0: All right, that was Susie and the Banshees. you yes. cities and dust. Hmm.
1: is that what they were saying
0: yes (laughs) i applaud her for finding
1: cities and the
0: most interesting way to say cities and dust yeah good job good job wow um yeah i definitely was scared of this music video as a kid it's something about like the dancing skeleton
1: yeah it's kind of creepy yeah
0: yeah sticks out in my mind um and it's Pompeii, I think.
1: Okay. Oh, that so makes sense. Yeah. As
0: a kid, I always associated it with the Pompeii ride at the Williamsburg Bush Gardens.
1: <laughs> I didn't know there was such which a Which
0: I was terrified of as a kid. Oh, yeah. In case you have not been blessed by uh, the gift that is the Williamsburg Bush Gardens, um, there is this very scary ride. Where you're in a boat escaping from Pompeii and you go up into like this building and fire shoots at you. And then like part of a building falls. It's very scary to a kid. So tie that with this music video and it's like pure terror.
1: Yeah, it starts with a bunch of like lava looking shit and... um sparks and things and I didn't mm-hmm. even realize the singer was like laying down at the bottom of the screen. Oh really? It took me a full 20 seconds probably. She's
0: like very Elizabeth Taylor, like makeup and all. No and
1: movement except for her mouth, of course, singing, but yeah. And it is a woman singing in this because I have no
0: idea I don't know anything about this band. Um I I don't know a lot about this band. No, but yes. Um a she. I a band yeah, she.
1: I can't tell you Anything about this band?
0: Yeah. Um, they're from the 80s. I think this song oh, I came told you out that. I'm in sorry. I can tell you 86 or 87. Um, my dad uh, likes making fun of this song. Oh, poor K. <laughs> I, I can't imagine why. How so? Um, he does the, oh, uh, uh, very loudly while doing dishes. Oh. It's very enjoyable. So that thing I do where <laughs> <laughs> where I go yeah that's the one um yeah <laughs> it makes me wonder what these things these uh songs are going to be for our kid where we just randomly belt out because I sing um Ain't nobody gonna break a stride." that's true all the time
1: yeah yeah oh man I got a lot of them I, it's 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 yeah. so surprising that I am not pulling them out but that's okay I shouldn't yeah plenty of time for that plenty of time
0: plenty of time I, now,
1: also I do it all the time
0: I've won, um, I have one song that I sing anytime I'm a little tipsy, very loudly. How's that? What's that? Um, I can't. <laughs> now that I am sober, I cannot think of what it is. Um, it's a problem. It's a Jimmy Buffett song.
1: That's not very singable.
0: No. Anyway, sidetracking. Um, my dad, who does not drink, by the way, <laughs> sings this song so loudly.
1: That's how you know the song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And he showed me the music video oh, at some point in yeah. my childhood. I don't fully understand the context of when I would have watched this. Definitely shortly after YouTube came out, okay. became a thing. There was like the solid month after YouTube became readily available to Good everybody. Good to know that
1: people rushed to put this on YouTube. Right. Yep. Very nice. Yep. Thank
0: you so much. Where my dad just showed me all these music videos that used to be on MTV. So, Which is
1: basically what I'm doing on this show. Pretty much. Yeah. Um.
0: But for me, it was a lot of Dio and White Snake and Journey and Kansas. So
1: he's ruined a lot of the things that I would like to show you. No, not a
0: lot. No, 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 not Dio's a lot. Dio's not
1: the only one, but... Not a lot. Even, you know, Dio I found later in life. Uh, I, we shouldn't be talking about that. Uh, I fucking love Dio. But-
0: anyway, I love... Alternative music from the eighties and nineties. This definitely fits in. I'm more of a Cocteau Twins fan. Excuse. Um, I'm not a big Susie fan. Um, I like the song. Okay. Um, I'm still terrified of the music video. I can see why. Yeah. Um, Ryan, it's do you weird. have any any moments that stuck out? Any highlights?
1: Highlights. I'd say that beginning was pretty impressive. It all looked so cool. Um. And the singer was just there It was a part of the damn background As far as I was concerned I I, I thought visually it was stunning in, in some parts Not in the jangly bone parts <laughs> Ironically, okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'll go ahead and say my low light
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, That is bizarre to me That visually It is more, well, I don't know if This is a low light or not But it just sucked that when it looked good It didn't sound good When it sounded good, it didn't look good <laughs> Wow. <laughs> because the skeleton part literally came in like on the chorus, and mm-hmm. I liked how that sounded. I didn't really care for most of the song, but there was a that particular part sonically cool. Uh, visually, why are these bones? Why is this jangly? Like I don't know, just trash ass. Because
0: otherwise, a very professional
1: looking video. Uh, that thing just brought it down.
0: I don't know the beginning where it's like we're we're looking at something that's bubbling, mm-hmm. um, and there's an image overlaid on top of that that's a bit cheesy but the rest of it i think is pretty well done hey. especially for the time period for the time period the time my highlight is the look the look is great her look is great the look of the music video in general is great like the use of that that very bright 80s red
1: mm-hmm.
0: um for the lava it's incredible and she's got like this like i said very like elizabeth taylor makeup Thing My cup. going on that really appealed to me when I was a little kid. Cool. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Nobody I know looks like this." Yeah, why? It,
1: it's invo- evocative of like a Bowie type.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I can see why you'd be drawn It's glamorous. It. It's yeah. beautiful, and then she's just serving face and and making Kate Bush level weird face things. Well, I don't, I don't not even know, and not
1: just face things. It's Vocal things too. Yeah. This, this song, it, I, I was watching it and I literally thought to myself, wow, there were probably a lot of bands that sounded this good. Um, yeah. But they just did it better in some way.
0: Kate Bush, I think, is one of those. And then they
1: did it more interesting. Like,
0: Cocktoo Twins, I it, think, is yeah. one of those. Um, hey, who took this and did it um, better?
1: They just gave it like a different edge that worked and got them, you know out there in front of those other bands that probably, I mean, cause it doesn't sound that unique or special. Honestly, it's not that musically different mm, other it, than the vocal delivery.
0: Yeah. They have other songs that I, I would definitely say are better, but if for the purposes of watching a music video and sharing What is it, their hit? Um, this, this is their hit. This is the thing. And I'm surprised you haven't heard this before. Like this was played in the centralized guitar store that I worked in. Um, often, um, I've heard it while walking through the mall. I've heard it on, um, the old timey radio stations. Word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Popular, I guess. (laughs) Um, low light is any of the interpretive dancing that happens in black and white.
1: Yeah, that's stuff's not that
0: great. I don't understand why it's there or what the message there is. It's early
1: music video days. We have to give it mm, a break.
0: Sure. Fine.
1: They're trying stuff.
0: I, yeah. But what are they trying? That's what I'm not understanding. Is it not like... Not hard enough. <laughs> not hard enough.
1: I'll tell you what they're not trying. Hard enough. Hard enough.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a breakfast cereal. <laughs> hard enough. Um, it, it, that sounds like
1: a breakfast cereal to you. Yeah. It Hard is. enough.
0: Hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> the tagline.
1: For, for what reason? <laughs> in what way?
0: The tagline says stays crispy in milk.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: It's named, <laughs>
1: <laughs> its name is derived from the state that you wish it to be
0: in. Yeah, yeah. Ah, huh. uh, Yes. This is my dream. I ate cereal this morning for the first time in a really long time, and it was so soggy. It
1: wasn't hard enough. It was <laughs> So, somebody, <laughs> Kellogg, get on hard enough cereal.
0: Please. Um, <laughs> you can put it right next to fiber blasted
1: oats. There it is.
0: Um, anyway, that's the music video. That's what I have to say about it. Thank you for, um, enjoying this fever dream with me. You're welcome. Please, uh, take a journey to the Williamsburg Bush Gardens. Don't. (laughs) If nothing else, just on the internet. So you can look up the Pompeii ride. It's scary. That is all.
1: Don't Pompeii to do that.
0: All right, we're going to have a brief commercial break, and then we'll be right back to talking about Kuretti Kid 2.
1: Later. Trug. Well, sorry, I guess uh, here we go. Um, (laughs) I have to say, first and foremost, Miyagi is adorable. Yeah. Throughout this movie. Yeah. And that is my ultimate favorite thing, but there's a particular uh, part where he's singing. Yes. And oh boy.
0: Yeah, I don't know what context I had heard him sing before, but I, love it. I knew he had a cute voice.
1: Absolutely loved it. Um, Especially him being gone now, too. It was just, yeah, it was nice.
0: Aw, babe.
1: All right, low light. Um, <laughs> there is a moment, I, and I'm trying to remember the context for this. They... Tear Daniel out of the room. They're looking for Miyagi. That's what it is.
0: Mm, Miyagi mm -hmm. is
1: off chilling with uh, his girlfriend. Yuki. uh, And they're doing, you know, they're falling back in love.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, they're looking for him. They pull uh, Daniel out and they go into the dojo, but they don't really. Camera just stays kind of like angled to where you can just see basically almost a corner, but not a corner. Yeah. It's a corner that you can't see the corner part of. You can just see one of the walls.
0: How many corners? And this guy,
1: it's one corner.
0: Okay. But he's looking at the door. The
1: but the guy's attacking things in the corner you can't see. Okay. And then some things on the wall. And he's just poking it with like a staff.
0: Thematically, I get it. We have to stay with Machio. Daniel, we don't know what's going on.
1: We can't get a cut where we're in the dojo seeing the things he's actually destroying. In no, there.
0: it's the unseen terror.
1: I thought it was pretty whack. I it's not effective, whatever hmm. they're doing, if if that's the if the intention Maybe is. What they you're just
0: saying. hadn't shot the other scenes yet, so they couldn't <laughs> destroy the dojo. Well
1: anyway, I thought that was really bizarre and mm. uh not mm. my favorite part. That scene you know,
0: also kinda gay. little gay. little bit gay.
1: There's a little bit of yeah.
0: Homoerotic. He's like, um choking not that choking is necessarily gay. Lots of straight people do choking. um
1: let's stay away from this
0: one (laughs) but it's these not that kind of show two hyper macho guys one choking the other it felt a little gay it felt a little a little homoerotic to uh, me i'm gonna
1: go ahead and reverse that down yours (laughs) okay (laughs) okay no i I guess I see where you're going with that, but it, it's okay.
0: Thank you. I am always looking for gay or queer-coded messages in these 80s movies. Tis true. Sometimes let, I get a commando. Sometimes I land a big one.
1: Let us know, um, you know, uh, through email or messages on Audiences,
0: did you right. find that scene gay? Was that a little gay let to us, you? Let us know. I need to know.
1: All right. Well, would you, um, if... Forced to run away or make this bitch famous, mm-hmm. what would you do for Kaylee?
0: I make it famous.
1: Yeah, so famous. I wish this movie was more popular. I, I know like Karate it. Kid in general is pretty popular, but I wish there was more love for this particular.
0: Well, maybe movie. now that Cobra Kai is becoming a bigger show, it's on Netflix and now. Think, yeah, so I um, think
1: my my wishes are fulfilled through that. But we have yet to watch all of it. Well, so. we
0: watched number two because of the show. Also because of our podcast, our show, but we watched We were going to watch number two either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we watched it sooner, possibly, because- It's the shit. Of the show. So maybe now that people are watching the show and they're making big references to the second movie- Yeah,
1: maybe what we're about to get into on the show mm-hmm. has actually, you know- uh rekindled the flames for others
0: yeah maybe about we'll have to film. watch yeah. karate kid 3 sooner than we think
1: yeah like real soon
0: yeah i'm all for it man i love it <laughs> yes make it famous
1: all right any final thoughts um, anything we've learned you understand why i introduced this of course uh I you, do. you basically forced me i have
0: sidebars but that's about it um <laughs> uh my daughter really wants to learn japanese um, oh yeah. She says, because that's the language that Godzilla speaks. I cried a little bit <laughs> that made me very happy. I'm a big Godzilla nerd. Um so yeah, her and I have been learning it together. And right now we're learning the letters and stuff. So it kanji. It, 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 we're learning kanji, thank yeah. you. Um so it was really, really cool to see. LaRusso experiencing that with me. Like, he is in Okinawa. Yeah,
1: he was learning about it, too. He had a book, uh, uh, Okinawan History, and, you know, geographical stuff, I yeah. guess. Because they had maps in it, too. Um,
0: That's very powerful and beautiful. Cool. I felt like I was uh, on the journey with him because of that. It
1: was definitely special to go to Japan. hmm I mean, geez. You weren't expecting that, right?
0: No. Yeah.
1: We just up, and pretty quickly, up and go to Japan.
0: Yeah. Um... And we, when we get the letter from Yuki saying that um, Pat definitely needs to go back home, I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way we're not going at this point. Like we're we're all up and going to Okinawa together. Yeah, he I was hoping Mom would member. go. Like I'm on it. Um, yeah, but I mean, of I knew she she's, didn't. But she's not in the movie. It'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> that'd cool. um cool. Oh, and the, they also
1: refer. I, for, we didn't even mention that. Um, they reference like the girl from the first movie um shoe Elizabeth shoe's character like falls in love with some football player or something
0: yeah i I briefly touched on it. He's from um college, and he's that's from why college he's from college, and that's why they break up at the prom. that's right. we don't even see like the prom like. It-
1: so weird.
0: Perfect 80s trope totally missed.
1: But listen to us. We're mm-hmm. so mad that they just skip all this stuff and go to Japan, but we're so happy that they just go to Japan. Yeah. So, I mean, Everybody ultimately, go
0: to Japan. this
1: movie gives us exactly what we wanted.
0: It really did. Yeah. Um, except for resolution for any women. But everything else, yeah.
1: That's not uncommon in film in general, but particularly in this decade. Uh, so we're sorry for that audience. But what we're not sorry for is bringing you all these episodes over and over again. So that leads me to what episode uh, 45 is going to be. Kaylee, you tell me. What are we watching? What are you making me view next? What we watching next?
0: I am so fucking pumped. I did not know that you hadn't seen this movie. Here we go. Um, and then May the 4th happened, and everybody knows that that's Star Wars Day. Star- so, bitch, we are watching Attack of the Clones.
1: All right, audience. I have
0: seen
1: practically every Star Wars film. Um, But Phantom Menace came out, and I loved it for two seconds, watched it again, started hating it, Mm -hmm. and have not watched the other two in that era of Star Wars. So that's episode two and three, I think, Mm -hmm. right? Phantom Menace, then Attack, then
0: Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, yes. I had to think about that for a minute. I haven't seen
1: Um, either of those films. Yeah. Uh, But then I've seen everything else. Yeah, obviously, '80s kid, New Hope, all that stuff, Empire. Even lovely.
0: the the new stuff with the Adam. I've Driver. seen a lot of. Why are you
1: jerking off at me?
0: No, I'm so sorry. I'm you making just gave weird me hand motions. Wang hands. I was trying to like think, like of Adam Driver. You,
1: that just reminded me. My Therefore, cousin uh, Tiff used to do this thing where she'd say Wang, and and do that at you.
0: <laughs> that's nasty. I know. I'm starting to like. Brian is, just what is that? uh jerking motions. Wang. I, I, man. The 90s were fucked, everybody. And like, this was
1: my cousin who was, I don't know how, she's like seven years, eight years older than me. Um, maybe a little bit older than that. But either way, Wang, like, uh, what is that? Weird. Okay. Back yeah. on point. Yeah. Star Wars.
0: We're going to watch the Star Wars movie together. Yeah. How magical and special.
1: She is going to pull me into a film that I I refuse to see due to disappointment Um and uh, I'm kind of okay with it, yeah. At this point, we've watched so much modern Star Wars stuff, I feel like might as well.
0: We're jumping ahead in my timeline a little bit because this came out in 2002, um, but it is the season of sequels. I was shocked you hadn't seen it. Um, we did just have May the 4th, yeah. Um, I I am thrilled and very excited to do this.
1: <laughs> so, we're excited to be back on this uh, with a more regular schedule. We're sorry, we uh, do work that is just very intense. Um that time of year. So uh, yeah, we'll we're doing back-to-back sequels here. Maybe we'll do another one after that. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, season of sequels is uh on now, and we have a whole lot more time to create some episodes for you. So looking forward to doing that. And give us feedback at the gmail.com. Look what you made me view there. Look what you made me view at Instagram as well. Uh you can check out some images and just fuck around and laugh and uh comment on stuff if you'd like there. Uh I want to thank anybody that is listening regularly anybody that is sending donating money oh my gosh too cool so uh yeah thank you again uh, it just shows that um people appreciate it and that's all that I need to know
0: Absolutely yeah no it's nice to have some feedback um from our audience it's really cool to talk with everybody um, to, it's nice to
1: say we have an audience.
0: Yeah, it's nice to hear your opinions, your thoughts on the movies that we're watching because that's, that's really what we're here for. Um, we're showing each other movies that are important to us or were important to us at some point. Yeah. Could the fact be. that yeah. these movies are also important to you even occasionally, is powerful. And the, that's a beautiful thing to share.
1: Yeah, it's a shame we can't take suggestions, but um, I think ultimately that's why this would work for people is it, it forces you to discover something that you wouldn't normally watch or it confirms that you know other people out there are, are into this thing that may be some obscure thing that you've never talked to somebody about. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully that is part of the appeal here because I definitely enjoy um, just newness, you know, anything that I haven't uh, oh, heck yeah. seen before for yeah. better or for worse. Yeah. It's nice to know. Yeah. I mean, even if I expect it to be bad, you know, we got our uh, movies like that and yeah, they're confirmed to be bad, but yeah. uh, the that's next, life.
0: Uh, the next movie we're watching is bad, but it's very entertaining <laughs> um, for for all the wrong reasons. I'm so excited about it. I'm not a big Star Wars person but these movies came out when I was a kid and it was a very big deal.
1: I would expect this to be one of our more popular episodes.
0: Mm. Strictly
1: because it is one of the most popular IPs out there. Yeah. Uh, And I think we would draw a lot of people just out of curiosity because we're talking about their favorite thing.
0: Right. I'm also nervous because I'm not that into style. I'm more of a star Trek person myself. Um, I'm not that into star Wars. So I am very concerned that I'm going to get full on roasted. Um, I don't know if you know this or not. The internet is not kind to women. Um, it's really not kind to, I don't think we need to tell star Wars women. (laughs) <laughs> Star Wars women. Star, Star Wars women. Or
1: Ghostbusters women.
0: Yeah, or Ghostbusters women. Really but really women kind. in general. Women in general on the internet have a very tough time, especially right now. So uh thank you for finding us if you're on the internet. Um and if you feel comfortable, check us out on Instagram. Uh we'd love to hear from you.
1: <laughs> would
0: we? Yeah, we would.
1: Oh yeah, we would.
0: <laughs> you had to think about it. I
1: don't know. <laughs> Well, Karate Kid 2 in the books, this was a big one.
0: Uh, Thank you so much, everybody, for listening in. We will catch you next time with Attack of the Clones.
1: Oh, Star Wars, (laughs) our movie that we love. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, guys. Bye. -bye. Peace.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Boing, boing.